no, 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 no. We have already done some amazing, amazing things, and that is something to be excited about. Well, my name is Pastor Tanya, and I am here to welcome you to our New Year's Eve.
word and we'll have prayer. And then the last thing before I take my seat that I want to remind you of is tonight you have an opportunity to give. I'm going to go ahead and tell you about it. You all heard all the things that we're planning to do it for 2022. That what already happened couldn't have happened had you not given and had you not, let me say it the right way, had you not sown your seeds into good ground. If you don't continue to sow, you're going to reap a harvest. I promise you that. And see, I can make that promise because I know God is true. But as you continue to sow, your harvest will continue to come fuller and fuller and fuller. So, so prepare yourself. You'll have an opportunity tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and lay the seed and plant the seed for you to sow tonight. So are you all ready? Yeah. I know we are. Are you all ready?
and we won't stop praising. Listen, if you have tasted and seen that the Lord is good, this is what I need all of us to do right now in this moment. If the Lord's been good to you, if you've experienced his goodness, his grace, his favor, and his blessing, this is what we're going to do as we prepare to close out 2021. We're going to dig deep and we're going to find our best hallelujah. We're going to find our strongest amen because he is great Jehovah and we will not stop praising him. So here we go. I got three churches in the house tonight. I got amazing church. I've got God's nation and I've got converged church in the house. So all together, on the count of three, we're going to lift up our best praise to our great Jehovah. Here we go. One, two, here we go, three, hallelujah. 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 And, come on. We won't stop. Listen, listen, listen. I got to be careful because I'm on assignment tonight. Fantastic job. Come on. Amazing worship. Fantastic job. Listen, when Pastor D said we were going to have a New Year's Eve party tonight, I didn't realize he was going to have Justin Timberlake white chocolate in the house leading worship. But come on, somebody. I like how you're doing that amazing. Justin Timberlake was hitting them runs. No, that's Chad Evans, our worship leader at Converge Church. Fantastic job. All right, we're going to dive into the word together, but my heart is full tonight, Derek and Ilya, and here's why. Psalm 133 declares how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. I mentioned this earlier during my exhortation. Three great churches in the house, all together under one roof, praising our Savior. Here's why that's important. Psalm 133 continues and says, for there God commands the blessing. And so tonight, because we're gathered in unity, one heart, one voice, there is, listen to me, present tense, not there will be. There is a commanded blessing in this place right now. 
Our part is simply to believe and receive what God is already doing in our midst. Amen? So let's pray and we'll look to God's word together. Father, we come to you now in the strong name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for everything this moment represents. The end of one chapter and the beginning of a brand new chapter. So God, I thank you for all that you will speak in this moment. For all that you've done, God, we say thank you. And for the promise of all that you will do in the days, in the weeks, and the months to come, we say thank you. And Lord, as we look to your word, we thank you for a word in season that will minister life to your people as only you can. Take these lips of clay, animate them, give them life, so that as I declare your word, I will do so as an oracle of God. And I thank you, Father, that your word will not return unto you void or empty or unfulfilled. It shall prosper in the thing whereunto it is sent. In Jesus' name, and everyone who believes and agrees, shout a good amen. Amen and amen. Listen, for those of you uh, who don't know who I am, my name is Ray Harmon. I have the awesome privilege of serving as lead pastor of Converge Church. Uh, I count Amazing Church my second home, and uh, it's always a joy, always a joy to be here. So thank you again, Ilya and Derek, for the invitation. Always feel right at home whenever I'm here with my amazing family. I'm not alone. We do have some of our Converge Church members with us. But listen, I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge my mocha princess, Pastor Wendy Harmon, who was on the front row with me. Amen. So good to see you, baby. All right, come on. Thank you, baby. All right, she always got an extra handkerchief for me. Uh, I have a tendency to sweat when I preach. After about five minutes, I'll be looking greasy like Jermaine Jackson. Come on, somebody. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Jermaine had them finger waves on the side. Come on, somebody. I think Jermaine was the first guy to use Gorilla Glue on his head. Come on, somebody. Jermaine said, I will not be moved. Come on, somebody. Listen, oh, thank you. Thank you. Let me get to the word tonight in Jesus' name. Uh, my assignment is simple. I'll share a few thoughts with you from uh, Luke's Gospel, the fifth chapter. Uh, in prayer, uh, late this year, the Lord began to minister to me concerning the things that he desires to do in 2022. And I pray that this word will minister encouragement to you. Uh, there are three words that have been reverberating in my heart as it relates to 2022. And here they are. Three simple words. Y'all ready? There is more. There is more. More than you could ask or imagine. More than your eyes have seen. And more than your ears have heard. More than what is in your hands. And more of God for you and I to experience and encounter in our lives. So our anchor text tonight is lifted from Luke's gospel, chapter number five. And if I were to assign a title to these words that I share with you, these instructions that I give you tonight, 
as we prepare to cross over from 2021 into 2022 will simply be those three words, there is more. Do you believe that tonight? How many of you realize that there is much more than what you have? That what you have right now is not all that there is. And that's why God says through Paul in Philippians 4 that his supply would be according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Ah, I digress. Let's look to the text. Mm, let's look to the text. Luke chapter 5, beginning at verse number 1. It says, so it was as the multitude pressed about him, Jesus, to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake Gennesaret, and he saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them, and they were washing their nets. I don't want you to miss this in these first two verses. Jesus saw their desperation. Jesus saw their disappointment. Because as we read the text, we will discover that these men had toiled all night and caught nothing. The Lord sent me on a sign, and first and foremost, to let you know that he sees. And because he sees, he knows. And because he knows, he cares about right where you are. The problem is we don't always see what Jesus sees. Because when the fishermen saw their nets, what they saw was the end of a thing. We've given this thing everything we got. I've got nothing left to give. When the fishermen saw their boats, it was a reminder of their efforts that had produced nothing. Yet when Jesus saw their nets filled with weeds, but still empty, Jesus saw an opportunity. Listen, first instruction, first instruction. Because Jesus sees our circumstances differently than we do. First thing you got to do as you cross over, give Jesus the boat. Give Jesus the boat. Because the danger is, if we're not careful, we will confuse proximity to Jesus with intimacy with Jesus. Jesus was on the shores of the beach. He was ministering to the multitudes. But here's Peter and John and the other fishermen, and they have a desperate need. Jesus is in close proximity to their need, but nothing changes. Nothing about their circumstances changes until they let Jesus in the boat. A whole bunch of us have confused being close to Jesus with letting Jesus in the boat. Listen, the Lord sent me here to tell you, let him into your circumstances. Let him into your disappointment. 
There are some of you who came tonight washing your nets. And when I say washing your nets, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm done with this. I'm about to hang this thing up. And I wonder what your nets are tonight. For some, it's a dream you're giving up on. For some of you, it's a marriage that's on its last leg. And Jesus says, let me in the boat. Notice what the text says. Then Jesus got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and he asked him to put out a little from the land. And then Jesus sat down in Simon's boat and he taught the multitudes. Listen, the reason we let Jesus in the boat is because he sees things differently than we do. And here's why. We see what we thought we lost. Jesus sees what we have left. And Jesus said, if you give me what you have left, even the things that you are about to throw away and discard, I will take what you have left. Because there's more. There is more than your last disappointment. There is more than your last failure. And so notice, Jesus gets in the boat and he begins to minister to the multitudes. You know why? Jesus used a practical solution to elevate a spiritual experience. The second reason this is important, because when we see what we have with our own eyes for the fishermen, it was just a, it was just a boat and some nets. It was just a tool for profit that became a platform for transformation. I'm talking about when you let Jesus in the boat. I'm talking about when you let Jesus into your business. I'm talking about when you let Jesus into your house. What may have simply been in the natural, a tool for profit in his hands will become a platform for transformation. And so because Simon was willing to surrender his boat to Jesus, Jesus now is about to return the favor. How many of you realize that you can't outgive God? That what you have may not be much, but it will always multiply by his touch. And tonight I'm talking to people who need to get Jesus back in the boat, but not just letting him in the boat, let him be in charge of the boat. I'm going somewhere with this as I prepare to close. Notice what Jesus told him. He said, launch out into the deep. Second instruction. Second instruction. First, let Jesus in the boat. Second instruction. What God does next in your life cannot and will not happen in shallow places. I'll say that again. What God desires to do next in your life cannot and will not happen in shallow places. It will require you to go deeper than you've ever been. It will require you to walk away from the things that are comfortable, the things that are convenient, and the things that are familiar. Notice what he says. When he stopped speaking, he said to Simon, 
launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Here's the third instruction. Third instruction. This is important. Notice what Simon's response was. Simon says to Jesus, but master, we've toiled all night and we've caught nothing. May I submit to you tonight that sometimes we come up short, not because of the lack of effort, but because of our approach. Some of us say, man, listen, I toiled all night. I gave it my best. I gave it everything I had. Still, emptiness. And Jesus said, go back and do again what you just did. Same thing, different approach. Here's the third instruction. Here it is. Y'all ready? In 2022, I promise you I'm about to close. Understanding can wait. Obedience can't. They didn't hear what I said. Did y'all hear what I said? If you're going to experience the more that God has for you, your understanding can wait. Your obedience can't. That's why Simon said, Lord, we've toiled all night. This makes absolutely no sense. Nevertheless, 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 at your word, I will let down the net. Some of us stuck and keep getting more of the same because we're waiting for our understanding to kick in before we obey God. And God said, in 2022, your understanding can wait. Your obedience to the illogical instruction cannot. He said, Pastor Ray, what are you talking about? I'm talking about a fisherman who knows his profession having to take an instruction from a carpenter. I'm talking about the messengers that God will send to you. Here it is. Fourth instruction. Don't miss your miracle because you dismiss the messenger. There is more. Understanding can wait. Obedience can't. This is where I close. I promise you. I promise you. Y'all got to get this. So much more I could say about this. But we got to catch this amazing church. We got to catch this God's nation. We got to catch this converged church. Because I'm going to fast forward through my notes. But you got to understand, if it's true that there's more, Jesus always breaks what he multiplies. Jesus will always break first what he multiplies. Say, Pastor, what are you talking about? So there's the woman, all the multitudes come, they say, we're hungry, there's a little boy with five loaves and two fish. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish because he will always take what you give him. 
Because what you allow in your life, you authorize to exist. When you invite Jesus into your life, you authorize the kingdom to exist in your life. And so this is what happened. He takes what they give him. Notice, Simon also took. Jesus also took what Simon gave him. Next thing, when Jesus took the bread and the, the five loaves and the two fish, then he blessed it. Whatever you give Jesus, he first of all receives, and number two, he blesses it. But after he blessed it, notice, he broke it. Listen to me. The blessing is in the breaking. And so Peter says to Jesus, Lord, Master, I'm a sinful man. You know why he said that? Jesus told him, let down the nets, plural. And when you read the text, the scripture says, Simon Peter let down a net. Listen, the illogical instruction will expose. It will always expose the level of your faith. Simon Peter is like, you know what? I've told all night, I know you want me to put all these nets back in this water. Jesus, I ain't about to do that. If you're going to do a miracle in my life, eh, let me just throw you this one net. Yet the scripture says, when we're willing and obedient, we eat the good of the land. Jesus is saying, you let me use your boat and I have a harvest that you don't even have the capacity to receive. The miracle here is that Jesus had to break Simon in order for him to experience more. And that's what I'm telling you tonight. There are some places that God will take you in 2022 that will require your brokenness. Because whatever we give Jesus, even our very lives, he will first of all take it and then he will bless it. He will break it in order to give it. So, Father, tonight we come in Jesus' name just as we are. Lord, we acknowledge that there is more that you desire to do in us, more that you desire to do through us, more that you desire to do for us. I pray for everyone who has been washing their nets in 2021. Everyone who has thrown in the towel and said there's no point in this anymore. That tonight we will be willing to let Jesus back in the boat. And Lord, we will obey you completely, even when we don't understand. Because our understanding can wait, but our obedience can't. Lord, bless this word. Seal it in our hearts. Because there is more. We thank you for that now in Jesus' name.
Can you do me a favor real quick? Can everybody get on your feet? Here's what I want you to see real quick. In, in this past year or so, seemed like forever, we've been in a thing called a pandemic. And within this pandemic, we have seen within the world over 5.43 million people have died from a actual disease that we didn't know existed. But the truth of the matter is that we can still give God praise because even though it's not like we wanted it to be, we're still here. No, no, okay. Maybe, maybe this is only for those who actually have been around it or caught it and you're still alive and you know you shouldn't be here right now. But can you do me a favor? Can you act like you know he never stopped working even when you stop? Even when what the scientists and doctors say don't work, he still keep on working? Can you lift up your voice real quick and give God a praise for real? Come on. Hallelujah. Now, if you're grateful that your God never stops working, the Bible says like this, the one who keeps Israel never sleeps nor slumbers. Can you just give God praise and let the devil know that your God is still alive and well? Come on. Let him know that your God is still alive and well. Let him know you're still alive and well. Listen, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Can you give God praise for the best pastors on this side of heaven? to the Pastor Derek and Ilya Golden. Listen, I think, come, what do you say about Pastor Ray Harmon, though? Come, yeah. Listen, you're understanding and wait. Obedience can't. Listen, I want to go to the Word real quick and be obedient. I want you to grab 1 Corinthians 2 and 4 through 5. If you don't know who I am, I'm just a little country boy who actually calls amazing my home, huh? But I'm glad that I brought some people with me. God's Nation Denton is in the house, huh? Yeah? Praise the Lord God Almighty, huh? 1 Corinthians 2 and 4 through 5, I'm going to go quick. It says, it says, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. From this scripture, I'm going to deal with for the next two minutes, if God will allow me to do. Listen, it's, it's the preacher two minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some of y'all caught that, right? I'm going to deal with what I believe the Lord dealt with me on f regarding the year 2022. Year 2022 is going to be prophetically a year of divine demonstration. Can you say that with me? Say divine, divine. demonstration. 
Uh, when I looked at the word divine, it actually means of relating to or proceeding directly from God. That's what the word means. The word demonstration means that the highest degree of evidence, certain proof exhibited or of such proof as establishes a fact or proposition beyond a possibility of doubt or as shows a contrary position to be absurd or impossible. So if this is the case, I want you to stick with me real quick. If this is the case, then if this is going to be a year of divine demonstration, then that technically means that God is entrusting you to exhibit the highest degree of evidence regarding his power, his love, and his ability. 2022 is going to be a different year. I'm letting you know now because a lot of people, we claim that such and such is going to be my year. You've probably been doing that since 2005, right? It's been happening. We, 20, 2005 is my year, and you think it's your year because you get something that rhymes with the year. But I will tell you this now. 2022 will only be a year of divine demonstration if you are intentional about making it a year of divine demonstration. Because if I can be honest with you, and, and you be honest with yourself, 2021 was a year of demonstration too. Maybe not divine demonstration for you, but it was demonstrated. Because some of us demonstrated fear all year long. Some of us, we demonstrated carelessness all year long. Some of us d demonstrated slothfulness all year long. But it will be the same if you allow it to. And the truth of the matter is that this, that if you're going to demonstrate anything, you cannot do it without being required to do something. So I'm telling you now, this is not a year where we get to sit down, sit back, and relax and just watch something happen. This is actually the year that we have to get up, get in position, and make sure that we are postured in a prepared way to be used by God at any given moment. Watch this. And this will be the way that you get to see what he says perform in your life. The only way we got to do this is to be intentional. And so the prophetic word I'm going to give you for 2022 is that 2022, although it's a year of demonstration, is going to be a year that's going to require some cutting away. I know you don't like it. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry at the same time. It's going to be a year of cutting away. It's going to be a year of cutting off. Not like what you think you can do on Facebook when somebody make you mad and you delete their number. No, no, no. I mean, it's going to be a year of cutting away as in that while there is a cutting away, God is going to send supernatural increase at the same time. This is what we call or know as the pruning process. So there's going to be a pruning that's taking place. At the same time, I also see a year of mass deliverance. Not the thing when we say, oh, I'm delivered just because it sounds good. But it's going to be a year where people are going to be running back to God, but it's only going to be by the way you demonstrate his power in your life. Because unfortunately, let's be honest real quick. Unfortunately, we are, the old school used to tell us all the time, that you could be the only Bible that some people read. But when they read your Bible, who is the author that they find out about? 
So if this is the case, then that means that we got to be ready. We got to make sure we live in a life that this lines up with this because not only is it mass deliverance, there's also going to be great healings. I know it's going to sound cliche, but it's going to be great miracles. It's going to be great signs and great wonders in 2022. But 2022 is also going to be a year of exposure. <laughs> 2022 is going to be a year of exposure to the point that you can no longer hide behind what you've been trying to hide behind. I know, I know a lot of times we like to hear, oh, somebody getting exposed. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you this one real quick. Because when I heard it and when I saw it, it was two totally different things at the same exact time. So whereas God was exposing the fake, he was also uplifting the real one. So you know what that means? Not only is God removing what you've been hiding behind, but I prophetically declare that what God is getting ready to expose in you is going to be too big for you to hide. Yeah. Woo. All right, I'm going to stop. It, it, it's going to be a year. I'm trying to come down because I'm not at God's nation, so I'm trying to act right. But 2022 is going to be a year, get this, where people who have seemingly been practicing in private are getting ready to display it in public. Get this though, for some of you, it's going to seem to other people as if you're overnight sensation. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's going to be as if you're an overnight sensation because whereas people have been getting the shine, you've been getting the practice. They, they, they took the moment. But you got the material. They took the moment. But you, hey, they got the stage. But you got the heart. You got the thing is this. It's gonna seem like an overnight sensation, but I prophetically declare in Jesus' mighty name that where God is getting ready to take you, that your character will not kick you out, that your prayer life will not get you out, but you're gonna build what you gotta build on a foundation that is a solid rock. Because what's not getting ready to happen is that you're going to outlive the failures of those who you've seen go before you. You're not going to stop where you think you're going to end. God is getting ready to take you up quickly. Hold on. But, 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 you have to. I don't know why he brought it in my spirit so heavy to bring it back. But what the Lord said is that you've been in preparation and you didn't know it because it didn't look like what you saw for other people. But I had to tell you a little secret that God has been preparing you for your next place by sending you some ugly things that pushed you to a new place without your consent. But are you ready for it now? Are you ready for it? But here's the thing, above all else, you have to keep your heart right so that your head can think right in order for your hands. Now, wait, I, amazing church, I don't know if nobody else know it, you know it. You gotta keep your head, come on. 
Your heart gotta be right because ain't nothing worse than giving a pedestal to a real demon in disguise. So, so, as I leave, you've got to stay right and do not spend your time complaining about who's not right in the position where you think you belong. But my question now is, I'm going to tell you this. If you're going to be someone who operates in divine demonstration this year, then that means that you have to get your weight up. Listen, I know you probably think, what is that little skinny black boy talking about? Get your weight up. Look at somebody say, get your weight up. I don't care if they are trying to lose weight. Tell them, get your weight up. The reason why you have to get your weight up, you got to hear me clearly for this one. The reason why you have to get your weight up is because you have to be able to carry the burden of being the example. I'm telling you, if you're going to operate in divine demonstration, meaning that God can use you to perform healings, God can use you to walk in a room and not have to say anything, but they automatically give you their attention. Thank you, Jesus. I'll take it. All right. I'm sorry. I dare you. I know it's a holiday weekend, but I dare you to go to where you think that you're supposed to be, the building that you know you cannot afford, and go claim it. And say, listen, this is mine. This belonged to me. Yeah. I'll take that one. You got to be able to stand to burden the burden of being the example. So listen to this. My question now is, can you stand the weight of being the example of what a blessed life looked look like? Can you stand to carry the weight of what a holy life looks like? Can you stand to carry the weight of what you've been asking for? Because once you accept the charge of allowing God to demonstrate through you, you also accept the role of being put on display for other people to see him through you. It's not just about how good you look. It's about how he can be used through you. So here's the last thing I'm telling you. Amazing church, God's nation, Converge nation. Here's my question for you tonight. Can you carry the weight of being the pattern in the earth. What is a pattern? It means that you are setting the trail. You're setting things in motion. You're setting things in alignment. You are showing people how they're supposed to be. Which is why, unbeknownst to us, we had to be here tonight. We counseled our New Year's Eve live experience to be here tonight because God had to show you in your face what he'd been showing your leader in his spirit. But can you handle the weight of being the pattern? 
So, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for sealing your word in their hearts. And I praise you because we will operate as you called us to. We'll do what you called us to do. And I thank you that no demonic force will win against us. In Jesus' mighty name, it is so. It cannot be otherwise. For some of you, I feel like the Lord is saying to you, it's time. That's not my word, nor is it what I believe the Lord is saying for us. But for some of you, like right now, after these two words have been spoken, you have been disheveled. You've been bothered a bit. And I believe that's God saying that it is time. Time for you to stop waiting for another confirmation. Stop waiting for more affirmation. You're waiting. And it's already done. 
You just need to get in agreement with God and let what God is already doing happen in your life. It's what you want. You're just a little afraid of it right now. So if you're in the room and that's you, I don't know who you are, heads bowed, eyes are closed, nobody's walking, nobody's moving. If that's you and you're here at a demarcation line, you're at a place of transition right now, out of one year into the next, you can go from one situation to the next as well. But you're going to have to admit, okay, I'm ready, it's time. So if you're here, could you please just slip your hand in the air if that's you. Good. I see your hand. I see yours. I see yours. Yours, 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 yours. Yours, 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 yours. Can we just give God praise in the room? Come on. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. It's over. It's over. Lay it to rest. Lay it to rest. It's time. You are about to walk into your next, but you're going to have to praise him all the way through this moment. Come on. Up on your feet. Give him glory in this place. Declare the he is God. He is King. He is Alpha. He is Omega. He is Rapha. He is Shira. He is El Shaddai. He is Elohim. He is Yisrael. He is our God. King of Kings. Lords of Lords. Let's give him worship in this building. It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. It's time, it's time. Time, it's time. Time, it's time. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take your seats, take your seats. Hallelujah. 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 As a student of the Word of God, one of the things that is most powerful is when a dream has been interpreted. One of the most powerful things in Scripture. And in the Old Testament, we would often find dream interpreters. In particular, Joseph was a dream interpreter. Joseph interpreted dreams throughout his time to shine in the scripture. One of the things that Joseph did that I like more than anything else was not his, his dream for explaining to the baker, the cupbearer in prison. It, it wasn't that. It wasn't even his own dreams of his coat and what it meant and the, the wheat and the tares. One of the greatest interpretations was not what he said to Pharaoh, but what he said about Pharaoh's dream. What he said about Pharaoh's dream, though, he said that, Pharaoh, the dream that you had, it is the same dream. It is twice. Then what he says is that whenever God says something twice, it is established. So wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, there it shall. That is what's called the law of first mention. The law of first mention is that wherever something is spoken twice, it is established. 
And I think that Pastor Ray and Pastor Josh have spoken similar words and have taken bits out of each other's message and has established a word. So when God establishes a word, the only response and the most appropriate response is worship. Which is why you were feeling a little weirded out if I had just walked up here and started speaking because the presence of God is present so that you can get what you need to get. What I've got to say is not as important as you getting what you needed to get after the establishment of his word. Wherever God establishes something, it is also a memorial. Wherever he established it, it's also a memorial. And wherever there is a memorial, God is always remembered. And whenever God is remembered to something, that means that whatever was dismembered, he is brought back into the scene. And now he makes whatever he comes next to whole again. So if you were in this moment tonight and the presence of God was here, it wasn't here to make you sad, to make you feel bad. It was to remember you back to him so that you could be made whole into whatever it is that the enemy tried to destroy in you. God says, I sent my word and my word healed them all. So whatever healing you need, whatever memory you need, whatever memorial you need, God has done it for you. But you got to receive it. Establish a moment right now in this place give God glory if he did it for you come on Hallelujah. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. a musician, but I can hear. And I understand chords and what they're saying. You understand? This chord here, that chord, that right there, that's the anticipatory chord. Whenever you hear something like that, it's telling you that something imminent is about to happen. Something imminent is about to come. 
So here it is. He's not preaching, but he's preaching. That right there is telling you something's about to happen. I got to look for it. I got to anticipate that something is about to happen in my life. And so I need to write down what is God saying. Right now, I'm supposed to be doing the offering. But God has offered himself in this room tonight for you to receive. And I want you to get it. Something is about to happen. This is anticipatory. And I need you to anticipate what could it be that God is about to do in my life for me. What could it be? I want you to just write that down. Pull out your phone. Write it in there so that you can have the right expectation throughout the rest of the year. Come on. No, no, no. <laughs> write it down, 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 write it down. I'll get to it, I'll get to it. If we don't drop the balloons at, at, at midnight, yeah, yeah, but we're going to get to it. <laughs> Woo! Anticipate, anticipate. What is he going to do? What is he going to do? What is he going to do? It's 1149. Tonight, this is what I wanted to do. Could you put up this scripture, Exodus 25, 1 through 2? I, I'm make sure because Pastor Tanya has laid the foundation and the groundwork. The men of God have given the word. I, I'll give you the word. I, I'll give you a bit of the word. But I'm going to take you all the way through to midnight tonight. Number one, I'm going to pray for those that are going to give on tonight. And I want you to give on tonight based on your, <laughs> your anticipation. I want the men of God to see established, sowing, into thing, got to start a thing. It's already in there before we ever got to this moment, right? So, do me this favor. Let's read this, y'all, together. Exodus 25, 1 through 2. It says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering from everyone who gives it willingly with his heart. You shall take my offering. This is the end of a thing at the beginning of another and in the same moment. This is the end of a thing and the beginning of one all in the same moment. So what you sow on tonight, you sow to end a thing. And you sow at the same time to establish a thing. So that your compassions for others on tonight will be the fertilizer that causes your seed to spring forth. There is a type of giving that is selfish and then there's a type of giving that is spiritual this giving that God is referring to here as he spoke to Moses to build the tabernacle the tent of meeting the, this whole thing about where God is going to reside when he's given them this instructions he's only wanting it from willing hearts because he says that will be his offering and I don't know if you don't sow tonight I don't know if you can get into heaven some of y'all went, wait, what? <laughs> but I, I want to give you the opportunity as I go into what the Lord has given me. So I'm going to, 
I'm going to pray. I'm going to make confession. And I want you to give. So right now, I'm going to give you an opportunity. I'm going to take my jacket off because it's a fire up here. And, and while I'm doing that, I want you to, to take an opportunity to give on tonight. And if you can give electronically, do so so that it'll, it will get into uh, the, the 2021 book as opposed to the 2022. But I don't want you to just throw in something. This is not that kind of giving. And the atmosphere was properly set. This kind of giving is the kind of giving that's going to make a difference. You are sowing right now. So don't, don't do this. And if there is any resistance in your heart, please don't even participate. What church tells somebody not to participate? One who loves you and tells you that, listen, God says his offering is done from a willing heart. So I want you to do that. When I finish with my jacket getting, coming off, <laughs> I'm going to pray, make confession, and then I'm going to give you a word. Hallelujah. Eleven fifty-three. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With your offering, will high. This is your seed. Some of you, you need to sow seed tonight because you haven't tithed all year. You need to break a thing. You need to end a thing. Some of you need to sow on tonight because, listen, this is, the, this is the best time of your marriage all year long. You need to end a thing, start a thing. For some of you, your finances have been racked anyway, so you need to end a thing and start a thing. Your heart, your mind, your plans. Some of you need to sow so you can end a thing and start a thing. Just because one business wasn't working doesn't mean that another one won't. You got to keep going. You need to end a thing. Stop talking to yourself about what you can't do. You're so focused on what happened that you can't see what is about to happen. You need to sow tonight. Some of you, are, you're, re you're reluctant to sow at the level that God is pressing you into because you're afraid of what may happen on the other end, not realizing that all supply comes from the kingdom of heaven anyway. He is not a God for some and just someone that you clap to. He's a God for all. Some you need to sow to end a thing and start a thing. There's some habits that you need to break. Some of you need to ask somebody next to you, can I borrow a hundred dollars? I've got to break this habit. These drugs won't let me live like I want to live. Listen, this fornication won't let me live like I need a seed so that I can end a thing and start a thing. You need to sow on tonight. And I know y'all at Pasadena never done this. Yeah, because I know this is not a game. You need to sow tonight. And for those of you that are leaders, sometimes you're working so that you forget to sow. You got to sow too. Mama, I need some money to sow. Children, get, find your parents. You got to sow to end a thing and start a thing. Glory to God. Come on. 1156. 
Hallelujah. Hard for me. But I know it's God. You're not going to get to your next with the same habits that you have in your present. You got to break some things. Lift it up high. Father, for every seed that is sown to end a thing and start a thing. These are given from willing hearts and because you're no respecter of persons, your word says that not only will you do so, but God, that you would give it back in a multiplied measure. Let the desires of our heart meet the passion of yours so that we will see God's results coming together. And we declare that we shall reap a harvest that we did not expect in the name of Jesus. Right now, in the midst of the famine that is on the way, we shall still increase in chaos. And we give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Can y'all just give God praise for it? Come on, give him glory for your seed right there. Ushers, have a seat, and the ushers are going to pass the buckets. As you're seating, say this. Say, Lord God, I thank you that my seed is making a difference in the lives of the people that you've assigned to my life. Seed, I'm talking to you. I don't give, I don't throw, I sow. And I sow you now with the expectation that God sees my seed. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, pay close attention, very, very close attention. Hear this and hear it in this manner. Eleven fifty-eight. Twenty twenty-two is the year of exposure. The series that God is going to give us is called Exposure. The subtitle is "We Understood the Assignment." In this year coming, one of the things that we did was review the year, or I review my year and assess it. Eleven fifty-eight. I assess my previous year so that I can look at the next one coming. Anyone else besides me do that? One of the things I will do this year is make sure that my times are properly scheduled. I've got to reschedule my life because life has changed. But my schedule is based on pre-2020, so now I have to do another scheduling of my entire life. In fact, I'll do my DLS, my daily uh, life scheduling course on Saturday the 22nd. You'll be able to sign up for it if you like, 1159. Which is why I'm teaching this new series called Exposure. Exposure is the state of being exposed to harm or risk, the revelation of something secret, the direction in a building that a building is facing, or the action of exposing photographic film to light based on shutter speed, 1159. Shutter speed and lens aperture. We will get this full picture on Sunday at 1045. Would you please stand to your feet? Please get in position, those of you that will pull on the strings there. Pastor Ilya, this string will be made available for you to pull down. After we celebrate, I want you to just stay uh, where you are. Okay, that will be right there. I want to deliver this that I have for you because... Oh, y'all can do better than that. Come on! 
<laughs> Come on, look at somebody next to you and say, Happy New Year! Look at somebody else and tell them, Happy New Year! If you're glad you made it, give God praise that, hey! <laughs> Woo! Listen, before I go further, let me bless your new year. If you would please extend your hands in worship and so receive this prayer. Father, we thank you that this seed that you call mankind, us, that we were not consumed and or destroyed. We were challenged on every side, but yet you saw fit to bring us all the way through. And even in what, God, we may have overlooked, we did not overlook the fact that you have been faithful. And so we won't give the devil any glory or energy on tonight either. Those that you called home, God, they couldn't have came unless you said it was all right to come home. And so death has no sting. The grave has no victory. We give you grace and praise and honor for everybody that died this year and made it home to be with you. We celebrate that on tonight. And for those of us that are still amongst the living, we surrender, we submit, and we humble ourselves. We receive it now in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Give God glory for it. Come on, give him glory for it. Happy New Year. <laughs> stay present, stay present, stay present, stay present, stay present. Listen, listen, listen. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to read. There's a popular phrase on TikTok that usually accompanies a video showing someone really doing something well or crushing an outfit. The phrase he or she is, they understood the assignment. Well, tonight I want to take us to a place where your mind is. I want to see a plethora of TikTok of believers posting how you're living in 2022 with the statement, I understood the assignment. For Amazing Tonight, I'll be brief and tease Sunday's message, which I just did, our new series entitled, We Understood the Assignment, Exposure. Can you tell someone through your mask, with your eyes, I understood the assignment? Now you're saying, how can we use past tense before the experience it? Why are we saying understood versus understand? Because this title is spoken in faith. Faith does not require practical evidence, but has spiritual evidence, which is the word of God. So what is my evidence? David declared it before he did it. Jesus spoke it over Peter before Peter ever did anything. God did it with Jesus before Jesus was ever in the flesh. And you are going to do it as well tonight. I'm telling you that your 2022 is going to be the year of exposure. You will both be exposed privately and publicly. Somebody receive it now in Jesus' name. Come on, stay with me. This exposure will cause you to expand in multiple areas in your lives. This will be a time of celebration for those who handle their private exposure because how you handle this exposure will determine when and how you will expand. In order for this to occur, you will have to have confidence in God and with humility offer yourself in obedience to whatever God instructs you to do when God tells you to do it. 
this will be vital to your 2022 because we know that though there is nothing new under the sun, God will perform new miracles in your life emanating from old dreams. There are some old dreams that began to revive here at the end of 2021, and God is saying that this is not by chance. This was so that you would know your 2022 potential. Somebody say, I got potential. The next thing that God is telling me is that your expansion will require excavation. This excavation is because you will need to make room to build and not just build, but build with integrity. Here's a prophetic pause for you. What God is going to do with you this year will have you telling the enemy, I woke up like this. Can you tell somebody that I woke up like this? The enemy is going to be mad every day in 2022 because you're going to get up saying, I woke up ready, baby. I woke up like this. I woke up, I woke up ready to go. And so God spoke to me October 23rd at 10.58 a.m. The word he used to get me listening was the word unprecedented. This word unprecedented means something that has never been done before. And I would like to think in terms of the present generation that you're living in now. What we're living in, God has, listen, he has strategically selected you to live in the midst of a pandemic. Which means that you have the, you have the, responsibility to carry the baton through this leg of the race so that the gospel of Jesus Christ will get to the next generation but nobody else could have done it so God puts you in the planet at this time unprecedented and what is coming in 2022 will be unprecedented and this is what he said he said this is the year that the bounce takes place this bounce will be so hard that it will have end time-like ramifications. We must have a spiritual mindset more than ever this year and not get in entanglements with a worldly mindset. He said people will be working. Those that are not will be rummaging trying to find. He says you have to have a business going into 2022 as there will be funnels of prosperity and some of you will slip into blessings and increase. Meaning God says that you're not going to plan it, it's just going to slip up on you and you're going to be in blessing and increase. God will bless you to increase in the midst of chaos. This is not the year to allow your emotions to drive you away from your workplace. God blessing me in the midst of chaos? Yes. When the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, Pharaoh was coming back. They got scared and said, why did we stay there in Egypt? Because they were willing to forfeit the blessing God had for them because of the fear of what was coming to get them. And God says, the promise is on the other side. He told Moses, Moses, why are you crying to me? Tell the people to go forward. Can you look at your neighbor and say, go forward? There will be crime and hunger. A famine is coming. As a result of the frustration that hunger will bring with food shortages and higher food prices, there will be surprises of the people that will commit the crimes. Decision making will become even more unwise among the worldly minded. Number four. This will be like a bomb. It will happen, but it will not be long. This means that this will happen intensely all of a sudden, and for the unspiritual, it will come as a surprise. But for the level of intensity, it will not last long, and the residue of this will last for months. 
This will be unprecedented. This is a game that's not a game is what God told me. And when he said that, he said, though this has never happened like this in your lifetime, you will have to be strategic in your movements and your plans. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't move crazy this year. Don't move crazy this year. I got six and seven, but I'm not going to give them to you until you come to church on Sunday. So back to this word, we understood the assignment. Well, I'm going to give them to you, but I won't explain it to them. The last seven months, this will last seven months. This will last seven months. And there will be miracle moments in the midst. Understood the assignment. It's after excavation. God is going to use you as an example for others to follow. <laughs> how you handle your exposure will determine how and when you expand. As a result of your zeal for all things kingdom of heaven, you will gain clout with people you never knew was watching and with people you were watching. This year will not be a comeback year. This will, however, be a moving forward onto new things kind of year for the believer. If you receive that, give God praise. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> God does not need one voice. He needs multiple voices that will speak his word. Too often we're running to one voice, but God has tuned your ear to a pastor. He says in his word, you cannot believe some word and not all of it. He says that I have given you pastors after my own heart that will feed you, that will lead you, they will guide you, feed you with knowledge and understanding. The scripture says that above all things, I wish that you would get what, y'all? Understanding. If God wants you to have understanding, he must make understanding available. How does he do it? Back to Jeremiah. I give you pastors that will feed you with knowledge and... This means, this means that God, before you ever enter into the planet, tuned your ear to hear a voice because if you're going to be successful you need knowledge and understanding therefore everybody in this room needs a pastor and not just any pastor you need your pastor because your pastor has the words of God on the inside of him and or her to speak out into the atmosphere. You will catch it and God will spring something up on the inside of you. He will spring up a well. And so when I tell you it's the year of exposure, both of these men said so, but they said something totally different. There is more. And your obedience is more important than your critical thinking. Don't mean be dumb. It just means don't rely on yourself. Oh, sound like scripture. Lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will do what? He will. Then you heard the man of God tell you that this year is not just any kind of year of exposure. It's a year of exposure that will determine the trajectory of your life. And if you're not in proper position, you will miss what God has for you. You need scripture. Many of you come and say, Lord, Lord, we have done this in your name. We have prophesied in your name. We have laid hands on the sick in your name. But you didn't do what he told you to do. 
So for everybody that's got your own ministry that you started because of the pandemic, who is your pastor? Who's your covering? Who's getting you to where you need to be? Because everybody needs a pastor. And so can y'all please extend your hands in this direction towards these two pastors right here because they brought the word and I'm going to teach our church on this coming Sunday all seven of those things that God has given for 2022. And we're going to start with exposure. We understood the assignment. Father, for these men that are here leading, these ladies that are standing at their side, I pray increase of anointing to destroy the attack of the enemy. I declare that the whole armor of God shall be about them. That the shield of faith will quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. We declare your word of, over them that you shall be their rear guard, protecting their back as well. And God, I thank you that whatever they speak to, that it shall rise and it shall grow. It shall spring forth. We shall know what you are doing in these times. And we shall see it ahead of time to speak to your people to let them know in 2022 lay hands on yourself to be still do not get into a lot of movement let me give it to y'all between February and March this will begin and it will last seven to ten months you got to be still and alert so say I will be still in the Lord. He shall not leave me ignorant to the devil's devices or his wicked schemes. I will have strategy, witty ideas, plans from God. I will execute this year like never before. Lord, come into my life. Get in my boat. Take over. I will follow. I will obey you. God, have your way. May everything I touch bloom, blossom, flourish, and grow. I declare that my mind is right, that my heart is right, my hands gonna do right. And whatever you give to me, I will be a steward of it. In fact, a master steward. Lord, dig around me one more time. And I declare, your pruning, though it may hurt, I shall bring forth more fruits because in me there is more. Because when you expose me, I will not make a mockery of what you're doing. And I declare that I will live in the best try the best go first class in life and i will praise you in the midst of the chaos i woke up like this i woke up like this i woke up like this somebody give him praise in here devil man you woke up like this Yes, sir.
Yes, sir. Are you ready? Are you ready? 2022. You already in it. You already in it. Whatever you do from here, whatever you do from here, have the expectation that God is with you. But do not miss what we have spoken and particularly I'm saying to you. Don't miss what I just told you. Do not get out here running to all of these. This is going to be your year. You about to get all of this stuff. and all. That's not what's happening this year. This year you need to be real circumspect. Sit down somewhere. Get some work. Start a business. You don't know how God is going to funnel it. And for the last three years, I've been saying it, and I wanted my friend to be here tonight to hear me. I still don't have this prosperity prophecy for you yet. I have a word for you that says, if I align myself with the kingdom of God, I don't have to worry about the increase. I'm going to slip up on some blessings. <laughs> Let God do it. Won't he do it? Won't he, won't he, will <laughs> Let me dismiss you tonight because I can keep going. I got so much in my stuff. But can we first, let's honor the man of God, Pastor Ray Harmon, Converge Church. What an excellent. That's my, hey. I love him. 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 And his mocha prisons. Pastor Wendy Harmon, come on. Let me. He, his mocha princess. Can y'all do me another favor? And listen, it's my son. I told God I'm walking more in my father anointing and let wisdom flow through me this year than ever before. I got some personal goals and that's one of them. And so I'm so glad he called and said, Pastor, can we come over? Can you come over? Yeah, you can come over. I'm cooking. You know you can come over, boy. But it's always good and most best for the son to outdo the father. Did he walk through here, huh? Can y'all give it up for Pastor Joshua Campbell? God's nation, come on. my baby. Pastor Emmy, y'all. Come on, Pastor Emmy. <laughs> and I can't let you go if I don't let you know the girl that's walking me through, pushing me in my back, read over my lessons. Baby, tonight I want you to bring it. I say, yes, ma'am. I won't do just what you say. Because if your heart right, your head right, your hands are good stuff. Anyway, so can y'all give it up for my wife, Pastor Ilya Golden. Can we thank God for the worship team tonight and the band? Come on. Hey, and for all of y'all that ate that good food in the pre-party, let's give it up for the hospitality, Mrs. Samantha and her squad. The balloons tonight, the decorations, all of that was done by none other than our own, y'all, Miss Chandra! Come on! <laughs> but with everybody closing, you still came out. Can you give yourselves a round of applause? Not the person, tell them, yeah! <laughs>
Now let me dismiss you. Now what we're gonna do is everybody gonna do like a like a uh, like a party. Would you take a balloon with you? <laughs> Don't bust them in here. Take a balloon with you. Pick your balloon out right now. You know. Put some hand sanitizer on your hands and grab your balloon. I don't want a balloon. Somebody else done breathe all over. Man, get you one of these balloons. Let me dismiss you. Pastor, you had something? I just want to um, thank you guys for coming out tonight to worship. I, I love the fact that we brought in the new year together as a church family. I think that that's really special. Most times we, you know, we're home and we're celebrating New Year's with our families. But just as Pastor said, during this time where many churches, you know, they didn't have church, they didn't come together, we chose to, and God spoke to us in a powerful way tonight, very special. I wanted to just honor our team that made sure that this night was great and it flowed well. Ariel Campbell and um, um, Taylor, Douglas Perkins and um, Pastor Tanya and Pastor Cardell. Like, th these are people that Livy, the game, oh my gosh, and Moya and Alicia and my mommy <laughs> in the back room. Um, I just. You can't do anything beautiful and special here in the earth for anybody and for God without people. And so you want to be mindful of how you love, how you treat people, because we really need each other in order to get anything that God wants us to do here in the earth. And so I just wanted to say that. I wanted to make sure that we really acknowledge um, because we really desire to hear the voice of God, to do the will of the Lord, and um, to please him here in the earth. So tonight was special. It was powerful. I love that all of you taught the same thing. Okay, I'm done. I'll stop. Hands lifted high. Awesome. Amazing. G, I love you, boy. You see Cedric up here? I love this dude. <laughs> if nothing else, can y'all please one more time give it up? Adele Brown is in the house, y'all. Can we? Come on, glory to God! Glory to God! I'm sorry. <laughs> can we let Miss Adele come and close us out, y'all? How about that? Can she come and pray us out, y'all? Yeah! <laughs> now may the Lord watch between me and thee. Yes, sir. Father, we thank you. We thank you most of all for your presence, God. Father, we know we can do nothing without you, God. So as we enter into this calendar year, God, we go in the Holy Ghost, God. We go in power and demonstration, God. We declare, God, that we are going to gain ground for the kingdom of the living God, Father. So as we leave this place, God, we go to our different places, God, but we bring you with us. And we thank you, dear God, that we grow and we grow and we grow and we grow and we grow, God, till the whole world knows that Jesus is king and he is yet alive in Jesus name. Amen.
Yes, y'all, come on. <laughs> Go and have a great, great night. Get some of that food. Don't y'all leave that here. And really, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent, one from another. In Jesus' name, amen. We love y'all. Have a great, great night. We'll see you Sunday. If you were impacted by today's message, we would love to hear from you. Maybe today's sermon was exactly what you needed to hear, or you prayed the prayer of salvation for the first time. If so, we would love to send you some information to help you kickstart your relationship with God. Or if you want more information on how to join our virtual family, email us at info at If you would like to partner with us financially, you can do so online safely and securely at www.weareconverge.com give. You can also text 77977, type in Converge Give and the dollar amount. You can also find all of this information on our mobile app. Simply open your app or Play Store, search Converge Church Plano and download the app. It's that easy. Thank you again for joining us for today's worship experience. We look forward to staying connected with you.